When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The New World Order really consists of three aspects. There is a New World political system that everyone today is calling the New World Order. As well as that, there is a, an economic plan for the New World Order, and that is called the New World Economic Order. Uh, in addition to those two items, there is a third plan for religion. You see, uh, the planners of the world know that men need a religion of some kind, even if it's a false one. So they have a plan to give us a new age, world, global, occultic religion. So really, there's, there's three aspects to this new world order. A new world economic order in which a computer chip will be injected into our hands or foreheads as a means to track, control, and identify us, and will also be used to uh, make our purchases and scan. Well, they've, they've already put the program in in Los Angeles. In fact, uh, right. a trilateralist uh, named... Mayor Bradley, Uncle Tom Bradley, was uh, responsible for putting right. this in dogs. Right. And your children will be uh, considered like animals, like animals. And well, yeah, operating through totally. the Council on Foreign right. Relations, through the Trilateral right. Commission, through the Club of Rome, through Global 2000, which right. wants to reduce the population mm -hmm. of the planet by, uh, what is it, 25%. Uh, Twenty-five. Oh. That's two, uh, one billion two hundred and fifty million people have to be exterminated by the year two thousand. Well, they they can do that. So they essentially, this technology, this Illuminati, then is is the group of men who control not only all the money on the planet through all the world banks and the Federal Reserve and so on, but they control essentially all the governments. And so these men are planning to bring a, uh, bring about a global form of government that's unique in all history. It's a total enslaving system of world communism and fascism controlled by a hierarchy in Europe uh, that uh, Anthony calls what? The oligarchy. Well, I, no, I call it the evil archy. The evil archy. The oligarchy okay. of evil. So these men are satanically inspired, and of course we get that term from the Bible, which means the devil. They're satanically inspired to bring about a global form of government to every nation. To every nation on earth is what he said at the end of that clip. How's it going, everybody? This is Andrew for America. This is the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. And that clip that I just kicked the show off with today is from a gentleman named Terry Cook, an investigative researcher back in the 1990s, was interviewed... And I don't know who interviewed him. I don't know what show this is from. I'm going to have to go find it and put it in the show notes if I ever get around to writing those damn things. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. But stuff's just happening so fast, people. 
Like, I just don't have time. As soon as I get ready to do a show, 15, 20 other things just got done happening. (laughs) Fuck. Oh, boy, people. I continue to find example after example after example after example after example. This guy mentioned the economic forum, the new age economic forum. They're going to give us a new age occultic religion, global world religion. Uh, This guy, Terry Cook, is apparently a fundamentalist Christian intelligence analyst and retired from the Los Angeles County Deputy Sheriff Department as a criminal investigator. Um, so fundamentalist Christian is the interesting part there. I hate when a lot of this conspiracy stuff gets wrapped up with fundamentalist Christianity. It pisses me off. It bothers me. Because I am not a fundamentalist Christian. Do I think fundamentalist Christianity is the true, real, one God path? No. Because that's what the fundamentalist Jews think. That's what the fundamentalist Muslims think. That's what the fundamentalist whatevers think. You can't be a fundamentalist, people. You're taking shit too far. If you are being described as a fundamentalist Christian, before you even get to your conspiratorial talking points, it's just, it's kind of questionable, highly suspect. I don't know why this stuff has to be wrapped up in religion. Why can't it be wrapped up in, listen to this, Uh, this guy Terry Cook. He is also a former state of California deputy real estate commissioner, fraud investigator, a Vietnam War veteran, and a former California National Guard officer, an anti-communist, I'm sorry, in anti-communist intelligence. He's got an AA, AS, BA, and BS degree. Uh, he holds California teaching credentials in a variety of subjects, completed his postgraduate study in theology, and uh, turns out he's a licensed pilot, yada, yada, etc., etc. His first book, The Mark of the New World Order, originally published in 1994, has been twice republished since then. Terry is accepted widely as an authority in this field and is much in demand as a speaker in churches and other lecture forums nationwide. Terry recently appeared in the prestigious History Channel 2012 six-part international TV special titled Countdown to Apocalypse, The Four Horsemen, show aired in November 2012. Okay, so why did I kick off the show with this today? Why am I bringing this up, okay? Um... I'm starting to wonder if all of this stuff is true, okay? Let's just let's suspend our disbelief and let's just consider. Let's 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 put this into religious terms. Maybe it is. 
a Christian God versus Satan or a Judea, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that, a Judeo-Christian religion, three Abrahamic religion uh, versus Satan war that's going on. Some of us are Satan's little worshipers, Satan's little followers. Some of us are God's children, right? That's the argument. And somehow the plan is to get rid of Christianity or whatever other religion. Probably Christianity is the big one. Because if they want multiculturalism in the United States and they want a bunch of different belief systems here, allegedly this uh, country was founded on religious freedom, right? So was that the plan all along, though, was to get all these multicultural, different belief system, different religions into a melting pot to stir up the shit? People start fighting with each other. All of a sudden, here comes civil war, and then they're just waiting. The powers that be just waiting with their new age, occultic, global world religion. And I'm probably, I don't think they're going to just drop it on us. I'm pretty sure it's going to be slow usurpations. They're going to introduce a little here, a little there. And you know what I'm thinking that stuff is? Minor attracted person. The whole pedophilia thing. Clearly, we have pedophiles running this world in some way, shape, or form above the law. No fear of legal ramifications for their behavior. We're raiding uh, Mar-a-Lago to see if Trump has classified documents because we're scared shitless that he's going to run for president again. I mean, this story writes itself, people. I'm going to talk about Trump here later on in the show. But I really wanted to talk about this this religious aspect, the religious side of what we are seeing occur in society. This leftist, progressive leftist plan that the globalists fed to the people that believe that ideology and it's Trump derangement syndrome, for sure. Uh, the media propaganda is creating mental, psychological, emotional states within you. They're stirring you up through their media, and you idiots fucking... It's like they just twist the, you know, the wind-up toy, you know, little Energizer bunny. You just twist that fucker up and let him fly. And that's what the media does to you, people. It plays you like a fiddle. It's like a laser light. When you're playing with a dog or a cat with a laser light. I've made that analogy before. And you idiots continue to watch this shit and believe it as if these mainstream media networks are telling you the truth. And I know I talk about the truth a lot. What What is truth, right? Some people find their truth from experience. Some people find their truth uh, through religion. Some people have to research history to look for the truth, put things into context, take uh, the common themes, common threads from all the stories you've ever heard about anything that's ever happened in history, put it all together into the grand tapestry and try to get ever closer to objective 
absolute truth, right? That's that's the goal, right? Is there such a thing? Who knows? I think that there is. I continue to search for it. Maybe it's theoretical. Maybe it's just symbolic language. I don't know. But there is definitely a religious peace in what we are seeing go down in the 21st century. And I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think about this strategically. If if it's really going to be, you know, the old Atlanticism, the old uh, uh, Cold War lines, you know, NATO versus Russia, and then China's going to be on the side of Russia, if that's really the future. Um, if all these people are allegedly going to die in Northern Africa and uh, South Asia and the Middle East due to these famines and food shortages, uh, the vaccine complications... You put it all together. A lot of people are gonna adi- or a lot of people are gonna die. It seems a lot of people are talking about it. Lots of people are prophesizing it. I've been over it at length. Other podcasters have been over it. There's got to be something to it, people. How is there so much commentary and conversation? How are there so many different perspectives, different stories from multiple people all over the world, all talking about and pointing to the same questionable things? It's all starting to become more and more apparent with every passing day. I'm not lying about this shit. Throughout the course of this podcast, what I have seen occur in reality is only validating and fueling me to continue creating content on these topics because people, ever since January of 2021, when I started this podcast, almost everything I have brought forth and shined light on and felt obligated and, um, you know, I, I thought that it was very important to talk about a lot of these things because no one's talking about it. You're not getting conversation about this stuff anywhere in society. And that's why we need alternative media in the 21st century. So, I don't know, man. I don't know if this whole, if it's, you know, if it's a happy medium, if all the fundamentalist, polar, opposite agenda, conversation, talking point, ideology, bullshit, whatever. You know, they always say that there's probably a little bit of truth and a little bit of, you know, falsehood in every story. Um, I don't know. I don't know. All this stuff makes my head spin. But when I look at my body of work from January 2021 until this very moment, people, I have been continuously validated. I don't want to say that I'm always right and that I'm always correct because that's not true. But boy, my batting average is pretty fucking good, people. (laughs) I mean... I don't strike out very often. That's all I'm saying. I don't strike out too often. All right, so that's a little bit about Terry L. Cook, fundamentalist Christian intelligence analyst, retired from the L.A. County Deputy Sheriff, 
criminal investigator department, whatever, Vietnam vet, worked uh, for the National Guard in anti-communist intelligence. And you know what this reminds me of, people? I did a... I did a recent episode of Monday Night Master Debaters, and uh, Ellie from the um, Speed Bumps podcast, I can't remember what I said in that clip, but then she asked me, so is fundamentalist Christianity the answer? And I didn't have an answer. I was like, that's a great question. I haven't thought about it that deeply. And am I being pulled towards fundamentalist Christianity more so because of all of this revelation and all of this knowledge and all of this awareness that I have acquired from all of my research and reading and observation and study over the years? I don't know for sure. If, if that really is what's happening to me, then I am trying to resist it. I don't want to be a fundamentalist anything. And neither should any of you. Because all that is, is fuel for the divide and conquer agenda. And that is one of our biggest problems. One of our biggest obstacles to overcome. And being isolated from each other and not coming together and being kept apart. Kept divided. That's what they want. So that can't be what we want. We need inclusion. We need to come together. We need to educate. We need to, you know, chip away at thick skulls. (laughs) Piece by piece, step by step. Slow your patience over time. I mean, you got to use it. The, The powers that be use that method because they know that they can't just get you to believe what they want you to believe by hitting you in the face with it all at once. So guess what? We can't open closed minds by hitting them with all the information all at once people you have to be choosy you have to be able to identify a mind that is prepared to be receptive to new information and then you have to slowly ration that shit out give homework assignments start small start with something that's easy to identify get people to start Letting that kind of stuff swirl around. Then, okay, now that you have that concept, let's move on to something new, right? We are in an information war. And I think that it's being led by China. I think that China has world conquest and world domination in mind. I don't think they want to do it militarily. I think that they're going to do it spiritually. I think they're going to do it uh, through mind control, propaganda, manipulation. Manipulation. Basically through manipulation. It's like Khrushchev said back in uh, back in the day. I've said, I've been over that before. They said, you know, and uh, Yuri Bezmenov talked about this. That, you know, whenever uh, the time comes that America is going to fall, they will have been weakened so much spiritually, morally, financially, that, you know, they'll just hand over, hand it over. And if China decides to surprise attack us like they 
say that that's their plan. If the time ever comes, it's going to be a surprise attack method. That's what they've said publicly. I saw a clip the other day, some China, some CCP guy was on their TV talking about how, you know, the vaccines are all part of the plan. We're going to get rid of some people. And I mean, shit, people, I'm telling you, the stage, World War Three theaters stage, it's being set as we speak right now. So you can continue to bitch about wokeism. You can continue to bicker and cry back and forth about Trump and how stupid Biden is and how stupid Trump is and, oh, you're wrong, I'm right, me, 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 stupid fucking bullshit. You guys keep talking about the stupid fucking bullshit. Guess what? While you guys are making, quote-unquote, sensible commentary, in the words of Adam the First Man, while you guys are talking about absolutely nothing, wasting your time, distracted. The big club, slowly but surely, piece by piece, step by step, they are getting ever closer to the completion of their plan that they have been planning, that the planners have been planning for many, 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 many years now. Allegedly. And the only reason why I say allegedly is because it's not provable, but I don't know what you need. I don't know how much information and fact-finding and, you know, whatever, info-gathering, whatever, reading, etc. you got to do, how many stories you got to hear from multiple people, from multiple backgrounds, with multiple perspectives all around the world, Throughout history, all talking about the same thing. It's in our TV shows. It's in our movies. It's in our commercials. Uh, the agenda is supported by multinational corporations. The hedge funds that run all of these corporations. I don't know, people. I don't know if we should believe this stuff. I don't know if I believe it. I definitely have some personal feelings and thoughts. Obviously, if you've been listening to my show, <laughs> you know that. For the past 25 years, Mr. Cook, an ordained Christian minister of the gospel, has been investigating current geopolitical events as they relate to the fulfillment of last days or end times Bible prophecies with an emphasis on New World Order geopolitics, biometric identification technology, and biochip transponder ID implants regarding the mark of the beast, 666. He has authored numerous books and produced several educational videos during that time. Okay? So he's one of these, you know, behold a pale horse guys, if you get that reference. Who's right? Who's wrong? I have absolutely no idea, people. All I know is this. Is that if you want to be a conspiracy theorist, boy, there is a cubic fuckton of information you can seek out and discover that we will send you down that path. But if you want to be a truth seeker, 
you got to suspend your disbelief. You can't jump to conclusions. You can't have nefarious purposes. You got to be pure of heart. This uh, line of thinking always leads me to this question. And this is the sad end to this logic stream. At what point is it time to no longer be nice? Remember in the movie Roadhouse when Patrick Swayze's character Dalton (laughs) said, I want you to be nice until it's time to not be nice. And then one of the bouncers goes, well, how are we going to know when that is? He said, you won't know. I'll let you know. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, people. If that day ever comes, allow me to be the person that lets you know. It's time to not be nice anymore. Sadly, my fellow Americans, I feel that that day is quickly approaching. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm not trying to radicalize any of my listeners. I'm not trying to go all fundamentalist Christian or fundamentalist anything. But I fear that the day will come. Well, we're all going to have to make that decision. We're all going to have to look in the mirror and say to ourselves, am I going to continue to lie to myself and continue to play this game, their game? Or am I going to have to do everything by myself? And if you ever get to that point, before you make any hasty, rash, not well thought out decisions, first, go find others like you. Maybe organize covertly. I don't know. I'm not trying to give you any ideas. At some point, we're not going to have a choice if trends continue to trend the way that they have been trending, don't you think? And speaking about things trending in certain ways, boy, we have another enemy out there, people. The Big Club and all things globalist, internationalist, world planner, Big Club affiliated people in this world. That's the main enemy. But we also have another enemy. Take a listen to this. Is this unprecedented to arrest a former president for not turning in documents? A former president that had committed this many. Provable criminal acts. But what are the provable criminal acts, I guess? <sighs> provable criminal acts. Well, I'm just, I, I, I'm done talking. 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what I, what I have just shown you in audio form is an example of an American who suffers from a little something called Trump derangement syndrome. I feel bad for this guy. As much as I want to laugh at him and ridicule him, I wonder if he went home and thought about why he thinks and believes the things that he thinks and believes. That this, this clip was also an example of cognitive dissonance. This reporter put a contrary... Uh, opinion or thought, whatever, in his brain, and he shut down. He didn't want to face it. He didn't want to walk towards wisdom. He wanted to retreat into safety. There's a lot of those people in this country. Those are our enemies as well, people, but guess what? Those enemies, we need to have a different plan for. Those enemies can become our friends and our allies. You're just going to have to be very, very careful about how you proceed when you attempt to open their mind, when you take the responsibility to educate your fellow men and women. Is that a futile task? Is that a fool's errand? Maybe. Some people just, you know, the, the, the indoctrination is so overwhelming and complete that even when presented with true factual information, they still will not believe it. Yuri Bezmenov, communist subversion strategy, Khrushchev, communist China, yada, 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, people. It all connects. It all connects. And I feel bad for this guy. Here, take a listen to this dude again. Is this unprecedented to arrest a former president for not well, turning in documents? I a former president that had committed this many provable criminal acts. But what are the provable criminal acts, I guess? <sighs> provable criminal acts. Well... I'm just, I, I, I'm done talking. I'm done talking. I'm done talking because I don't know any provable criminal acts off the top of my head because there are none. <laughs> and my follow-up question would have been like, uh, excuse me, sir, so I understand you don't want to talk to me anymore. You said you're done talking, but let me ask you this. Who told you that there were provable criminal acts committed by... Donald Trump. And if your answer is the mainstream media, then you, sir, are the proof of my always consistent claims here on the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. You have been brainwashed, manipulated by media, 
into believing things that are not necessarily true. That's just the way it is, people. That's how effective media, propaganda, and manipulation are. Sam Winchester makes the argument that that is their primary weapon. The information war, misinformation, disinformation, overwhelming you with so many conflicting, contradictory stories on a topic that you just give up. You throw your hands up, you experience cognitive dissonance, you have that mental strain, thinking is hard, I know. But no one ever taught you how to develop that. No one ever taught you how to use that feeling as fuel and ammunition to get better, smarter, more aware, more connected, more able to love less susceptible to constantly experiencing fear. I feel bad for this guy in this clip because he is the dictionary definition of the problem that lives inside the minds of some of you, my fellow Americans. You are not my enemy. You are my friend. You are my ally. The problem is you just don't fucking know it yet. And I will devote my life to helping you achieve that awareness and that understanding. Keep coming back and listening to this show. That's what I do here. Okay. Let's talk about the invasion of Mar-a-Lago. <sighs> what I'm about to say is definitely going to be controversial. And my listeners know I'm not a Trump guy. My listeners know that I'm not really a Democrat or Republican guy. But I tell you what. After everything that I've witnessed during the Trump presidency, the Steele dossier, Hillary Clinton doing everything she can to shut Trump down, the media um, just 100% push of, you know, the hypocrisy. Trump being treated completely different than Biden. No one's going after Hunter. No one's going after the laptop. Everyone's covering up Epstein. Obviously, there's some pedophile, disgusting shit that's been going down with a lot of our ruling elites, people. They can't let that information out. And they will kill people in order to keep that information secret. And you know what else they'll do? They'll invade your home. They'll try to plant evidence, maybe. They'll try to invent narratives that they can push out through the media into the minds of the American useful idiots that haven't begun their quest yet 
and you know i wasn't i wasn't a trump guy and i'm not i'm not a trump guy i'm not but what i've like i said what i've witnessed go down with hillary clinton uh the leftist dems uh pelosi merrick garland uh jerry nadler klobuchar aoc talib omar Uh, Elizabeth Warren, all of them, the entire Democrat agenda. And there's re- there's a lot of Republicans that are involved in there too. Liz Cheney, obviously, Kinzinger, obviously, and there are others. Um, Manchin. <laughs> uh, this whole Mar-a-Lago thing, people, I'm starting to think and this is a conspiracy theory. I do not know this to be true, but this is just where I have arrived after witnessing what I have witnessed with regard to Donald Trump. I'm starting to think that either I was wrong when I, I, I don't know, you got, some of you guys remember I made the claim that you know Trump was friends with Jeffrey Epstein. He's been in the big club. He lives in the same area. He knows all these people. He runs in the same circles. He's got to be a member. He's got to be in the club. He's got to be in on it, right? I don't know if that's true anymore. Because they keep coming after him. They're scared. It looks like fear to me. And it's starting to become painfully obvious that whatever Trump either knows, plans to do, or the fact that they have knowledge that he intends to run again for the presidency. Maybe it's one or the other. Maybe it's all of those things. But they are doing whatever they can to shut him down before he even gets started. Now, is it a Hegelian dialectic plan? Is he, that, is he fulfilling that role? Is he the thesis and the Dems are the antithesis and out of their conflict is going to come some synthesis? You know, Trump was behind the vaccines, you know, I don't know. I thought that he was in the big club, but I'm starting to wonder. I'm starting to wonder if he really is the fly in the ointment. I'm starting to wonder if he's the anomaly from the Bush-Obama Clinton era dynasty that has been in control of this country for many, many years. And it would have been one thing if all of the lefts and the media and the propaganda and everything, if their effort to discredit Trump while he was in office in order to get Biden or anyone else in there you know, you would have thought that they would have had a candidate that was going to blow everything Trump did out of the water and validate all of their claims about the guy, right? But everything that they've thrown at this guy, I mean, he's Teflon Don. None of it's stuck. There's no, there's been no proof of criminal activity. There's just been alleged, alleged, alleged criminal activity. That's why I love that word allegedly, people. 
That's all it is. It's talk. It's suggestion. It's manipulation of your mind, of the way you think about things. And I may disagree with Trump's politics. I may think that he's a womanizing, never read a page of the Bible, megalomaniac, demagogue, piece of shit human being. Even if I thought that about the guy, guess what? I might be willing to vote for him at this point if he runs. And you know why? Because everything that I hate about this country and about the direction this country is going. I don't know for sure, but Trump seems to be the antithesis. He seems to be, and I hate to say this, but the left and their propaganda and their media manipulation are making guys like Putin and Trump look like the hero. Sam Winchester and I talked about the conflict in Russia and Ukraine. Uh, we talked about when Lindsey Graham and Klobuchar and um, McCain went over there and tried to cajole those guys, the Ukrainian military into conflict. They said, we're going to support them, turn into a proxy war. Go listen to, according to Sam podcast, Sam has covered this and these topics very well, very thoroughly at length. And in one of those episodes, I said, you know, it kind of looks like, you know, if, if Putin's on the side of trying to protect his, this ethnic minority that's being, you know, ethnic cleansed basically then Sam said he's on the side of Putin because that's those are the people that Putin's trying to protect and if that's true then like Sam said by happenstance I'm on the side of Putin that's controversial right but it's only controversial if you're an American that pays attention and believes the media propaganda if you're a thinking rational person that looks at this stuff and puts it all together you might come to the complete opposite opinion. And that's my point. The powers that be, the Biden administration, the Dems, they don't want Trump in office so bad that I kind of want him to win re-election just to throw it back in their faces. And maybe I'm falling into the trap. Maybe that's the plan. Maybe this is all to get Trump back in office. Maybe it's a well-orchestrated PSYOP, Hegelian dialectic plan. Maybe Trump is in on it. And this is just his time to come back into office to pull the strings and continue to the plan and make all the same important decisions for the big club globalist world planners. I don't know. But because I'm not really a voting person, nor do I believe in it, I find voting to be a purely participatory charade that exists in order to make us plebe proles believe that we have any say in what occurs in the upper echelons of the ruling elite. <laughs> you want the puppet on the right or the puppet on the left? Same people 
pulling the strings of both puppets. We've been over it. We've been over it. We've been over it. So I guess that's that's my story today, people. Just wanted to kind of run by how many fundamentalist Christians or believers in this conspiratorial stuff. Maybe some of it's true. There's a lot of stuff I see in this world that are pointing to it being true. I don't want to believe it's true, but I'm also not going to lie to myself because I'm smarter than that. I'm better than that. I'm more mature than that. And I really hope, my fellow Americans, I really hope you all find a way to be more aware, more mature, more connected, more rational, more intellectually curious, more intellectually honest. That's probably the toughest one. And I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to vote for Trump. All I'm saying, I'm probably, actually, now that I think about it, I'm not going to vote for Trump because if he is in on it and he is part of the plan and this is just a well-orchestrated psychological operation to make us voters believe that Trump isn't on the side of the Democrats and the Democrats don't want Trump to become president again because he is in their pocket and they're just making it look like they hate each other. I could be just describing the continuation of the age-old divide-and-conquer agenda that I've said before is as old as time immemorial. It's the oldest trick in the book. It is the method of empire. Period. You don't believe me? Go look at history. Don't take my word for it. All right, people. I don't think Dave Smith's going to get on the ballot, but if he gets on there, I'll probably vote for him. I don't even know if I need to vote anymore. Do I even need to go to the polls anymore? Is there a point anymore? Maybe there's no point. Anymore. What do you think? Am I a stupid idiot, nut job, uh, tinfoil hat wearing, uh, uh, right wing shill, <laughs> conspiracy theorist? I've been described as all of those things in my day. Or am I just trying to seek the truth, people? Am I just trying to figure it out? Love me or hate me. I don't really care. I'm just trying to help. People, you know what time it is. It's time, once again, on the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast, to play some punk rock. people welcome back to the show it's time to play some punk rock but really quick really quick before we get to the punk rock i want to talk about something real quick that i've brought up on a previous show and i actually got an email from someone uh that said you talked about something called the dunning-kruger effect on your show 
but you didn't really explain it or talk about what it was. And I apologize. I actually didn't go into it because I thought that it was a pretty commonly known scientific study that occurred. But you know what they say about assuming, right? So here we go. I I can think of no better episode to bring this up once again because it perfectly illustrates my point. And this goes back to Isaac Asimov and the cult of anti-intellectualism that I've been over. Thinking, you know, walking through life with this false notion that your ignorance is just as good as somebody else's knowledge. I mean, the level of narcissism and entitlement and feeling that you're better than someone. If you feel so into yourself and so high and mighty and holier than thou that you can look at factual evidence that is contrary to your beliefs and say to yourself, nope, that can't be true because I'm right and I can never be wrong. That's the problem. That's what Thomas Sowell talks about when he talks about the vision of the anointed. Last episode, I played that clip from Dan Bongino saying that these anointed ones, the self-appointed anointed, (laughs) the self-appointed anointed. Boy, I got to put that lyric in a song. That's fantastic. But that's this idea that lives in the minds of some of my fellow Americans that Thomas Sowell talked about in his book and I continue to talk about on this podcast. And this quote from Mr. David Dunning, one of the founders of the Dunning-Kruger Effect scientific research, was once quoted as saying this, quote, An ignorant mind is precisely not a spotless, empty vessel, but one that's filled with the clutter of irrelevant or misleading life experiences. Theories, facts, intuitions, strategies, algorithms, heuristics, metaphors, and hunches that regrettably have the look and feel of useful and accurate knowledge. What's curious, though, is that in many cases, incompetence does not leave people disoriented, perplexed, or more cautious. Instead, the incompetent are often blessed with an inappropriate confidence, buoyed by something that feels to them like knowledge. Unquote. Chew on that, people. And along the same line of thinking, let me just run a couple more things by you before we get to the punk rock, okay? Recently, I posted on the Politics and Punk Rock Facebook page a little quote from famed chess master Gary Kasparov. And once upon a time, he said this, quote, The point of modern propaganda isn't only to misinform or push an agenda. It is to exhaust your critical thinking. 
in order to annihilate truth, unquote. That pretty much sums up everything I'm talking about in this episode today, people. And here's one that even hurt my heart a little bit because it's the absolute truth, in my humble opinion. St. Thomas Aquinas. If you don't know who that is, you better look it up. Very important historical figure. Quote, He who is not angry when there is just cause for anger is immoral. Why? Because anger looks to the good of justice. And if you can live amid injustice without anger, not only are you immoral, but you are also unjust. Unquote. In the words of Zach De La Roca from Rage Against the Machine, people, your anger is a gift. Let's move on and let's play a couple punk rock songs by this awesome punk rock band. This band is called One Whore's Town. (laughs) And uh, I've been chatting with Tom from the band and I uh, really liked a couple of their tracks. I really liked the lyrics. I don't have the lyrics to read today, but if you listen to the song, you can pretty much make them out. Um, this first song I really liked, and I asked if I could play it on my show. This one's called The War at Home. And uh, Tom said, yeah, go right ahead. By the way, I got another song called Dark Days that uh, is more about liberty and those kind of themes. I think both of these songs kind of theme up quite nicely with not only this episode, but the uh, general subject matter of my show. So here we go. Without further ado, making their debut on the Politics and Punk Rock podcast. Here's One Whore's Town with their song, The War at Home.
We got to stand up and be heard. That was a great track. That song was called The War at Home by the band One Horse Town. W-H-O-R-E-S. <laughs> Funny little play on words there. I like that. All right. Here we go. I got one more track for you, and then we're going to wrap it up for the day. This track is also awesome. Love the harmonies. Uh, this song is also by One Horse Town, and this one's called Dark Days.
right, people, that's the show for today. Go to the website, politicsandpunkrockpodcast.com. Buy a t-shirt, donate to the show. Send me an email if you want to be a guest on the show. If you want to talk to me, got a question, comment, concern, thought, feeling, or idea, or if you are in a punk rock band and you want me to feature your music on the show, send me an email, Andrew for America, 1984 at gmail.com. People, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Good night. Stay tuned at the end of my outro clip for a friendly reminder of how the mainstream media does business. For you, for me, for all of us. Let's get better. Let's get smarter. Let's get more aware, mature, connected. Let's wake up before these dark days and before this war at home begins if they haven't already that's it good night i love you guys we'll see you next time this has been episode 106 of the politics and punk rock podcast entitled on strategy and reality Jessica Headley. And I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is to, to serve, serve our, our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS4 News produces. But we are concerned about trouble and trying to be responsible. One-sided news stories plaguing our country. Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media Unfortunately, some members of the media use their platforms to push their own personal bias and agenda to control exactly what people think. And this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 This is extremely dangerous to our democracy.